Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to PGN. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. It is June 20th, 2023. This is Tuesday evening, as you know, and this is Deborah with you here tonight to um, later than at 10 o'clock Central Time. Um, Randy, the founder of PGN, will be on to pray with you and speak with you and minister to you as well. So thank you for joining us here tonight. Thank you for those who are dialed in with your hand up. God bless you, and we will be with you soon. Thank you to those who are listening online. Uh, We welcome you, and thank you for just coming into the household of faith through just this portal of his presence um, that we have here in this atmosphere in the land where you are, you are standing and located in the land where the Lord has placed you to bear fruit unto his name and to do a great work unto his name as well. And so we are all reaching up into the atmosphere and uh, we are claiming um, God's victorious reign and dominion, taking dominion over the prince of this air. Uh, So what I really love is just to go ahead and, you know, do that together. I don't like to get too gnarly on that, but I do like to, you know, he's a defeated foe, and um, Christ has already demonstrated his victory in the air when he was raised up on the cross as he as the Israelites followed him as a cloud by day and a pillar by night in the air, right? Taking dominion. So we are taking dominion over the airwaves, over the atmospheres collectively, even the listeners. Um, so we thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for the authority of your word and the power of the cross to rule and reign over these atmospheres, God, and those radio airwaves. In Jesus' name, we thank you for your dominion, for your kingdom to come, and your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, Father. For yours is the glory and the power and the majesty and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for meeting us here this evening. And just sing uh, the God who goes before us, preparing the way. I just yield myself to you, Lord, and thank you um, for just the, our time today and um, being with you together collectively, uh, drawing near in the household of faith. Okay, so thank you so much again for joining us. Um, Oh, I feel like I have a couple things to say. Which way am I going to go? I'm going to go this way. Let me talk about this. I'm actually reading two books right now. Uh, They're actually both written by counselors. (laughs) I think I might have got, well, this one, I don't know. I, I heard this lady speak when I did my continuing ed. But anyways, this one here is, it's just, I don't know, it's taking me a long time to read through this one. I think because I mark things and I contemplate it and I journal sometimes. And 
kind of like mulch over it a little bit. I don't know if you do that when you read as well. I just like to take it in. I don't want to just eat it like a bag of chips and go, oh, my God, that was so good. And then like really not let it like digest it, if you will. So this one actually here is this one's called the Mr. Rogers Effect, the seven secrets to bringing out the best in yourself and others. Um, from America's beloved neighbor. So she took some of those principles. So what's interesting is um, I really like to read a book from a counselor who talks about their own story and their own background and then how they kind of overcome, overcame, and the principles that they applied not only um, in the field, if you will, but also transformational in the word of God and having the spirit of God and how they were led to what they were led to in their journey to receive their healing. I just think it's so cool how God uses so many various things that he has out there as he leads us on his path um, and thanks be it unto his name who causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. But this particular thing I was reading the other day was on um, in this particular book and this one particular section is about gratitude and so I wanted to talk about that a little bit tonight and so um, when I looked up gratitude and the amplified okay and only in the amplified it came up gratitude came up in 22 times in the amplified and I did write out all of the verses in the New Testament um, all of that but also Paul um, you know, gave, he, he had his um, statement of gratitude or expression, Paul's expression of gratitude for God's mercy on his life. So um, I'll read that like, because I think that slipped through and I can't read my handwriting right there. <laughs> okay. So gratitude, as we know, let's just go to, this is the Webster's Dictionary, the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, appreciation for, and to return, return kindness. So um, this is why we have an exchange with the Holy Spirit or an exchange um, with the Lord and our Father, the Trinity, is because it showed kindness and we're making an exchange there. So we can do this in, even in worship as we're reading the word, right? All of that. We don't need to set a little timer on our, on our you know, just do gratitude. We, we express gratitude out of the outflow of our heart, Right? Okay, so this Dr. Godman, I actually had taken a class from his um, wife uh, years ago. On, um, and this is mainly, talk. okay, there, he's mainly, but I do want to talk, I don't know why, I just feel like I'm, I'm supposed to share this today. Even though it's mainly about marriage, Dr. Godman and his wife are marriage teachers and counselors. But this gratitude, so because a key takeaway as well is that grateful people tend to have better relationships. So this is all around, okay, even in friendships and work, coworkers, yada, yada. So grateful, uh, gratitude equals a relationship glue. So even if we're building relationships, I know that there's people that call in um, to PGN 
for that as well. So, um, so we're going to just kind of touch on this for a minute. So, so interesting enough, so let me just tell you so his background and his research, his life research that he has done. He's analyzing relationships, and, um, he, and he has predictions over them. So he's been able to predict both divorce and stability of marriage of over 83% accuracy, just based on gratitude alone, and satisfaction with 80% accuracy. He also developed a series of factors that predicted with 94% accuracy whether a relationship will last. Isn't that interesting? So at the heart of these predictors is the idea of mutual respect, one for another, and the valuing of friendship. So this does go across the board, even in friendships as well, but certainly he is talking about even further building godly companionship to that would lead to marriage as well, okay? So I'm not going to read all of it, but I'm going to read the parts that I did highlight. So it says, Godman notes that um, there's a high degree of mutual, when there is a high degree of mutual respect, intentional attention given to friendship, and a high number of positive interactions, then the connection between the relationship partners is likely to flourish, as we would imagine so, right? These would make for more vibrant uh, relationships, okay, and, and protecting them and creating that bond. So for every negative interaction, there needs to be at least five, five positives to create an overall atmosphere of emotional positivity. Wow, can you believe it? So for every one, and we need uh, five <clears throat> more positives just to measure that out, right? And for that to be um, healing and soothing, right? Because even in our minds, God has made our minds for love, right? And he even says, I've given you, um, right? He's lavished his love upon us as children, First John. And he's also in our minds, he says, right? I've given you the a power of love, a sound mind, and, um, oh, my gosh, somebody say it for me. Okay. Sound mind, love, and the power in our minds. Okay. So, um, so love, our minds are designed to actually receive love is what I'm trying to say. And so um, not fear, right? So fear, but love. So um, thank you for whoever said that. <laughs> so anyways, um, the, so love, so our, our minds literally, it's healing. When people speak healing words of love that are loving and grace-filled and wisdom and truth, um, within the love of that, right, those seeds, if it's wrapped in love, it is received even in our minds. So people's minds can be healed. Uh, you can be healed of trauma and different things because our minds, again, are designed by God um, to heal with love. And this is why, you know, even his words are important. And words are important one to another. And we have gratitude. It's sincere um, and genuine gratitude, not just puffing, not, you know, puffing. That's a real estate term, puffing, exaggerating, or, you know, making things up. and um, or pretending, you know, disingenuous, but um, that sincerity, sincerity, 
to receive another person wholeheartedly with genuine appreciation and gratitude, okay? So in Godman's Sonnets, he demonstrates that relationships need fondness and admiration to last. So we must look at the positives in others and express it. Okay. So he also said this. And this is an interesting thing that I had no idea. I learned this myself. So according to his research, if contempt erodes the love faster than anything else, so disrespect, contempt, then what is the cure? Okay, so, um, so he also notes that even if a relationship or ad- admiration for each other has waned, it still can be revived with the power of appreciation. So in such a case, a reinvigorating fondness and admiration is to get in the habit of scanning. So this is a good habit for all of us, right? Get in the habit of scanning for qualities and actions Um, that you can appreciate, and then let your partner know that you've observed and are grateful for. These everyday thank yous don't have to be about monumental acts on the part of your spouse, but catch your partner doing something little thing right and then offer a genuine appreciation. Like, I love the way you handled the teacher conference today. Um, Those are awesome things. Okay. And they were just saying how Mr. Rogers himself scans for qualities in people and the wonderment in the world to catch and appreciate. So gratitude is associated with a host of benefits for the individual and those who are in the relationship with. It's like a gift that keeps on giving. So it even talks about in our health how it benefits us um, overall to the receiver, and both to those who give. And so not only does gratitude make a grateful person happier, healthier, and more successful, but it also impacts those around them positively. Okay, so sometimes we have to do a work meeting, you know, like a Zoom call or something, and someone's explaining something, and it's like they're trying to be positive, but they have like a negative, like you can hear just a negative undercurrent to it, you know what I'm saying? So so it does affect those that are around us. So thank you, Father God. So we need time for reflection, really, to think about the things that we experience, to expound our thinking, and our gratitude, even in friendship, like with most friendships, there's probably, unless you're living, you know, have a roommate, um, you're living, you have space, you know, because you're just spending time together and then you're going to your own space to think about the activity that you did or the time that you shared or how you brought them a meal in a time of need or whatever, you know, served their children at church, whatever it might be. Um, and how you can do that better and what resonated with you and, you know, what you appreciate about their children, their curiosity, you know, their independence, you know, whatever it might be. But that space that you have to reflect is really, really important um, because this is where we build wisdom and, 
and we build like our motivation, our inspiration, and the places where we expound um, other cultures, right? Like we go to a church where there's a lot of younger people, and there's probably like 15, 20, maybe older people, which I mean, by older, I mean like 45 and older. <laughs> okay, maybe 45, 50. I'd say 50 and older. And so, um, so it's unusual. And so I think culturally, right, even if you work in an organization, if your organization like Apple, take Apple, for instance, if you worked for Apple, they have, they have their own cultural organization. Within that organization, there's cultural language and expressions that they have, you know, and probably even jokes and ways that they motivate each other and things that inspire them that would be different than in another culture, you know, and, um, you know, did you ever walk into a store and they're doing a team meeting and motivating, you know, they used to do it at Walmart, I think, you know, and the, they'd be clapping their hands there in a circle and then they would all part and go to their designated work zones, you know, um, with great attitudes, you know, but um, it was kind of somewhat the same thing, right? So even organizationally, if you think of it that way, organizationally, there are cultures where when you're reflecting, the reflection part where you are, so even generations, there's a different culture, if you will. It doesn't necessarily have to be another country or different background or race or whatever, but um, culturally, right, the culture's different, their language from generation to generation and their thinking, but you have to expand um, and broaden and have a wider width of, um, you know, it cannot be a narrow thinking. And so you need that time to, um, you need that time, that white space, I don't know, some people call it, but that reflection time um, to think about what you've learned and about the blessings and the gifts and to take time to even relish those. And that helps with our mind and our thinking as well to bring healing because you're nourishing your own spirit, just like David uh, took time, right, to um, to uplift and praise and um, to encourage his own soul, his own spirit. And we need to know how to do that um, for ourselves because we can't have all, all of our answers and a lot of our answers and most of our answers <laughs> should not be external. The external should just be an expression really, of what is already happening internally. And this is why sometimes you see people waywardly, maybe culturally they um, are married and they're from two different cultures, right? And if their outward expression, if they only have outward external expressions that give them their value, their worth, their approval, and their grace and where they feel, you know, content and satisfied, if that's all external, Journal, that's not going to go very far. And, um, you know, so it does need to be a working in. And that's what Christ does. I know everyone is on board with what I'm saying because you're believers and you're sensitive to the Spirit. You're hungry for the Spirit. That's why you show up on a Tuesday night. And, you know, you long for Him. You know, you're seeking for Him. You're asking and knocking. And, you know, um, He's delivering you into his presence, you know, into his arms. 
and into his fellowship and communion in places that are opening our eyes with expressions of deeper gratitude for who he is. You know, so we're, we're expressing, as the word says, we're returning our kindness unto him. Even I feel like even showing up here is returning our kindness unto him of gratitude, that we have a place to express um, the revelation and the wisdom and the word of God and how we're learning it and taking it in and allowing our souls and our humanity, you know, our soul I refer to as our humanity, our own humanity, how we're processing, you know, our life on earth um, as we're walking here. And sometimes it's in hard places or distressing or troubling circumstances, but allowing our spirit to win out, to overtake, and to be that fountain that overflows into our souls and allowing uh, the word of God to, um, and just the very nature and character of how he walks that out to um, demonstrate his transformational power in our lives. And all of that is as well as an expression of gratitude. And that is how we, um, we take those moments um, and we, it builds strength, strength in our own lives. And uh, again, so uh, to be grateful, um, people tend to have better relationships. And gratitude equals re- the relationship glue. So if you are married and in a relationship, just know I didn't even really realize. I thought that was incredibly powerful that you can reinvigorate your fondness and admiration towards yourself by finding gratitude. That is, it's so restorative in nature, but it really is because we are hardwired to receive love that is genuine and sincere. And again, it's healing in our minds. It's healing. I believe it's in that frontal lobe part of our mind. That um, because when somebody owns something, right, like if you say, hey, like, you messed up, I thought you said you were going to you know, pick me up, whatever, at whatever time, you know, from after school or meet me at the school bus or whatever. And if you just um, explain it away, avoid it because it's too painful for you and try to change the narrative you know, to the person you're talking to for whatever it is, you know, people see that they understand and they just, they feel the disconnect. They might not be able to put everything in order and grasp all of it in the moment, but they definitely will feel the disconnect as opposed to somebody saying, oh my goodness, look at me, look at me, Deb, I am so sorry I don't even know how I apologize to you. I did forget. Oh, my God, you're right. Isn't that so much more healing and grounding for both people to just be humble and repent and own it? And um, so it's different if you don't see it and if you don't understand it. But if you do and you're deflecting, then that's just, that's not good. (laughs) That's not good. You want to build relationships, right? We want to build whatever we can, you know, uh, whenever and however we can. And even, uh, you know, there's ways of making up for things too and being sincere and asking the Lord to move 
in relationships as well. But he's going to move. I want to tell you, he will move you first. Um, and it will be probably in a form of forgiveness at a deeper level. And, um, you know, we may have talked about forgiveness here, I think, before about um, those two aspects that happen scripturally. And the first one is that we have to be willing to forgive, a willingness to say and see that the word of God, God is telling us it's really, he has a high value and currency on forgiveness in his kingdom and how things function and rule and rule. Okay. And so when we get to that back where we see that and there's no out for us, whatever that is, even if you have to get backed into a corner, because sometimes we do, um, and just saying, okay, Lord, I'm willing, I am willing to release this. I'm willing to forgive, but help my heart, change my heart, change my mind, because I don't know how to do that part, especially if it's an injustice. You know, the deeper, the, the deeper, you know, the affliction um, or the jarring or the trauma or whatever you want to call it, the deeper that is, it is going to take more time. So you can't expect, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all other than the fact that we are, need to be willing to forgive. That's, that's the only part that is unchangeable unto the Lord's ways. So if we, we want more of him, then we need to receive more of him, but we have to do it his way, right? So people can't come into the kingdom any other way, even if you believe, even if you believe really thought strongly about one thing and believe the love of God, and certainly it would extend in this area. If the word says otherwise, then it doesn't matter how much you do believe. It's not accurate, is what I'm saying. Then it just would not be accurate unless we, unless we truly do it his way. But he's given us so many, you know, various ways of families that he's restored and redeemed and that are not perfect, you know, but they're gracious and they're good, you know, recognizing the spirit of God in their lives. So here's, a, here's Paul's gratitude for God's mercy. And first Timothy one two he expresses, I thank Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has given me strength to do his work. He considered me trustworthy and appointed me to serve him. So isn't this interesting? We all know Paul's background and how the Lord called him out and just how um, fascinating um, that story was and transforming from who he was. And so this statement here for he considered me trustworthy and appointed me to serve him, he definitely knew his identity and calling and who God made him to be, he received it, and he walked in it as God's child and God's chosen. He definitely turned his life around, but look at the Lord, you know, even the Lord used things in his life, you know, his study of scripture at an early age, his knowledge of that, um, and he turned it around. You know, it's kind of like having a salesman who's working, you know, for an insurance company or something, and he's doing it. And, um, you know, taking advantage and doing it for greed and other reasons, you know, but he has this knowledge of how the system works. And then he gets born again, he's called out of it. And then, and then he uses it for something else, you know, and, and, and it's basically, 
um, you know, but the God's eye was on him all along, um, knowing how he built him and structured him and um, made him to be used in all of those aspects for God. Sometimes that's beyond are grasping. I know it is for me sometimes, you know, um, to really fully grasp, wow, you know, and then God would permit this and, and not do this and do that. Like, yeah, those things work. Sometimes that's just drawing closer and nearer to God um, and to grasp, you know, and to ask even of his understanding. So the last thing I want to say as well, because when we commune with him, and draw closer to him, and even literally taking communion with him. Um, so let me read this one verse here, um, because one of the verses in the Amplified came up on, let's see, on communion. So let me, uh, let me go to the Amplified. I look this up, because you guys take communion on um Thursday, so First Corinthians eleven twenty nine. This is in the Amplified. It says, "For everyone who eats and drinks without solemn reverence and heartfelt gratitude for the sacrifice of Christ, eats and drinks a judgment on himself if he does not recognize." The body of Christ. Wow. Isn't that incredible? So where it says examine ourselves, it's like knowing, hey, you got to know your place. Basically, as you're standing at the foot of the cross, and before you enter in, you know, remember how you entered into your relationship, how Christ poured out his blood, right? He said he, the life is in the blood, and he's poured out his blood on the altar, to save your soul. And so when we take the communion and we fellowship with him, that, let me read it again, for anyone who eats and drinks without solemn reverence and heartfelt gratitude for the sacrifice of Christ, this is what we need to examine is realize that when I'm taking this body and blood, I am at the foot of the cross again, acknowledging acknowledging the only way I've made it is through the power of his blood, the invitation and the power of the cross, all his plan. I step back into his plan. I get back into alignment, right? Even if we need to refocus our gratitude towards Christ and have that be our glue again, okay? Then you eat and drink a judgment on yourself if you do not recognize the body of Christ, wow, wow. Okay, so we thank you, Lord. Thank you for opening our hearts, for strengthening us to do your work with gratitude. God, forgive us, Lord, when we've rushed ahead, we've plowed ahead, Lord, when our flesh was just, um, you know, whatever our flesh was doing, God, even if it was an excitement and, you know, like a child, you know, just runs and doesn't know better and will run right into the pool. So their excitement, they're like thinking about one thing, you know? And um, so Lord, we thank you for receiving us and forgiving us, God. And we thank you for opening our eyes. And when we commune with you 
a greater wisdom and greater depth, God, and the things truly, truly, Lord, just how your word says that your word is sharper than two is sort of dividing the thoughts and the intents of our hearts. So we thank you for that, how you, how you reveal those and unfold them, Lord, um, when we commune with you and when we walk with your spirit. We thank you for that, Lord, because let it truly be a gratitude. Again, going back to the um, dictionary version of gratitude is the quality of being thankful and the readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. We thank you, Lord. Let that resonate within us, Lord, and when you show us those things, we have these epiphanies and the healings come forth. You know, it could be things that you've talked about for a while. Maybe there's an incident that you've had in your life that, you know, um, it caused like it's a trigger point. And, you know, like maybe it's like this place of humiliation, right? And you've told the story several times, but then all of a sudden you're telling the story again and Christ just unlocks something in you unexpectedly. And he, you see a portion of this story differently because he profoundly is transforming you. And he now sees that you're ready and you put things on the altar. So he, he reveals to you another layer of truth. And you respond to that. What you need to do is respond to that and receive it. Acknowledge it. If you're not already talking to somebody, you know, when that happens, acknowledge, you know, wow, the Lord's showing me something right now. I, I, I'm going to just repent for believing a lie. And I, I don't know how, but I'm thank, thankful to the Lord. He just unveiled that, unfolded that truth to me and brought me to a greater depth of healing. And I receive, Lord, I receive your healing. Thank you for allowing me to let that go and releasing me from a place I didn't even know I needed to be released at, at that particular depth and the gratitude that comes with it. So uh, we thank you, Lord. Let, let your name be glorified. Let your name be honored, God. And I ask, Father, I say uniquely, but I ask, Lord, even this evening, Lord, your word says that you in your book, that you have a book of remembrance where we fondly speak of you and of your righteousness and of your glory and the beautiful things that you've done, Father. And these, these callers, Lord, and the listeners, Father God, there is an exchange of faith that is happening because they're responding to you. Lord, apart from me, apart from my words, Lord, they're responding to the nature of the spirit that you've placed within their souls, the souls that you purchased by pouring out your blood, So, Lord, while there may not be words yet on their part as of yet, God, but there is a remembrance because we're speaking of you. And even your spirit, your word says in Romans, your spirit intercedes. Jesus intercedes. So even as your spirit is interceding, we receive it because it's putting it into motion. So, Lord, we ask, Lord, this evening that this be recorded in your book of remembrance for your greater glory, God, not, not ours, Lord, but let it just be as a treasure hidden in our hearts and hidden in heaven 
that we might find again one day. So that we can continue, that the continuation to give you gratitude for every treasure of truth that you reveal. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let me just, I wasn't expecting to get teary there for a second. So hold on, I need to um, get this. Um, hold on one second. Okay. Let's just do this for a second. I'll be right back. We welcome you here, Holy Spirit. You're welcome here, Holy Spirit. Come and do God, thank you, everyone. All right, let's go ahead and open our phone lines and begin ministry this evening. God bless you. So 828-989. I think this is Jennifer. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Let me unmute you for a second and pray for you, and I shall return. So, Father, we thank you for Jennifer, Lord, in Jesus' name. God, we we just lift her up, Father God, before your throne. God, in the placement where you've placed her, Father God. Yeah, I'm seeing like, um, you know, like if, okay, those, um, 
like those stepping stones and like the children sometimes they make their hands, they put their hands in it. But I see a placement like a mole, like your feet is placing you um, in the placement of your feet, you know, the place where, where he's placed you, um, you know, and you belong, it's like fitted and suited for you in this placement um, before the Lord. So like, I guess it's the place he's prepared for you, um, you know, and, in the land to bear fruit for your workmanship to come forth. But I see you stepping into that place and it's really, truly before the Lord. And we need to remember this. I'm going to side note here, but we need to remember this. When we step into what the Lord, you know, what causes glory to shine for him, right? And and Matthew 5, it says, let your light so shine that your father in heaven will receive the glory and we need to remember because we have to bring our souls, have to step into that where our spirit is carrying, right? And so we have to have that courage, including myself, to step into that and realize that Christ has qualified us uniquely with his signature and his blessing for us to demonstrate who he is as light and salt and any other demonstration of his gift that he's given us that will bear fruit. So we thank you, Father God, Lord, for the stepping into that place, God. In Jesus' name, Lord, that is truly before you, God, and it pleases the Lord when we step into it. I hope God's not setting me up for something. I just felt that for a second. Thank you, Lord. It pleases the Lord when we step into that place, knowing it's before him. So, um, and, and, and just that whole nature of your spirit being able to follow, even as you're leading, or if it's a place up front, you know, and, and seen and visible, you are still following Christ, you know, so um, because your spirit is humble and yielded um, and you're following Christ. So we thank you, Father God. And there's some joy. Of course, there'll be joy in it. And some people might interpret that as pride or arrogance because they will. Because listen, someone told me this today. We were, she was talking about light dispels darkness. And I like that person. She said, and when light dispels darkness, sometimes it's messy. Um, because darkness doesn't like it, you know, but it comes and it gets, and it gets, um, and it will come at you, you know, and so um, this is true. I've seen this, and anyway, that helped me explain a lot of some things that have happened, but but we have to remember that even in our joy, because God will give us joy, right? He leads us out with joy um, and he, also peace, you know, in Isaiah, it says that, but um, but there, there is a joy to it, and some people will misinterpret that, but you just, that is part of our strength. That is part of where we get our strength, and the light continues to shine. So remember that. When the joy comes, it's your strength with the Lord, um, and just give him honor with your words and give him um, grace. You know, there was, do I have that right here? Um, Okay, hold on, and then I'll, this is for everyone, too, because I know that um, last, I think it was last Thursday, uh, Randy was talking about offering up 
and, and doing some things. And I was looking up a couple of things and offering up. And so there was an offer up sacrifice of righteousness unto the Lord, right? So we offer up thanks and praise. And then there's also where we offer up an expression of obedience. Um, oh, it says gratitude. I didn't realize that. Trust and increasing joy. So those things come when we're offering those things up to him, right? So um, we thank you, Father God. And just know that's an offering unto the Lord. And we give him the fruit of our lips and the praise for it. So we thank you, Father God, again, Lord, just for making a way for her to, which the way is through praise in the courts and then stepping into, stepping into this place, Father God, that is designed for her, God, that is suited and fitted for her, God, in her rightful place before you, God. I thank you, Father, that you've prepared it and it is designed um, for you, Jennifer, and, um, and I just see you stepping into it and taking your place, your rightful place before him. It's like this perfect fit. You know, you just put your feet in there, and it's perfect. And it's like you, you know it. You realize that this is the place that he's prepared for you and designed for you. And you step into it, and you just know it. And you, your head is high. You know, your chin is high, and you're looking towards him. And then you're ready. You're like, you're ready for whatever he tells you next, you know, whatever the next thing is. But you're looking to him. Um, so thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Praise yeah. God. Yeah. Mm. You know, that really spoke to me because I feel it. I feel the shift. Oh, praise God. So yeah. very cool. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Well, Thank hey, um, yeah, amen. amen, amen. Is there um, anything, um, any prayer requests? Um, no, not tonight. Actually, I I feel like he's been answering prayers. Um, I'm just really confident of that. So, yeah, and I feel Very like, cool. you know, the, yeah, I just really feel I'm just unshakable confidence in what he's doing. I like it. Just and glorify him. Just glorify you, Father. Thank you. Praise you. Praise you. Thank you, Lord. I feel like he's, like, my heart, he's, like, bringing me back with this, this fire. Like, he's rekindling the fire and the passion, and um, he's just stirring it up and, yeah, pretty much wrecking me. So... Mm. Just want to walk in obedience and love, dude, Re- and reflect him. Be his light. Yes. I want to be different. Yeah. 
I see those being like your nourishing, like the nourishment to your joy as well. You know, like that. It's like the nourishment, like almost like a, um, not necessarily an umbilical cord, but, or the underground cord, you know, where they're wrapped around each other, but they're all working together to accomplish one great power, you know, and Mm -hmm. one great joy, you know, so, um, anyway, yeah, but it's more like a spiritual, there's a nourishment to that. And I really Mm -hmm. like the things of the spirit because people can't, you can't really touch that, you know, what God is doing. It's very, um, stealth, you know, um, mm-hmm. but he will reveal it and God works. He does work from the inside out. Um, and it used to be in the old Testament. He worked, you know, the people because they wanted him to be on the outside and not they, he worked from the outside in, you know, where people had to demonstrate or they just modified looking like they were fulfilling the law and in some ways just modifying their behavior, you know, but now Christ is working on the inside saying, you know, our hearts do matter, what we meditate on, what we think about and renew that, like it matters, all of it matters, you know, and we have to pay attention to what we're paying attention to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm just, I don't want anything to do with this world. I really, really don't. I just, I have no desire, you know, to be, I know I'm in in it, but, um, yeah, he's just taken those desires away from me, you know, worldly desires. Yeah. I mean, I guess my prayer would be, for my loved ones, for him to do a work in them where they would see him as their all in all and like they're worse than him and that they would experience um, the fullness, his fullness and him being everything. I guess that would be my prayer for tonight. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, let's pray that we'll pray that over your loved ones and everyone else who's listening. Anyone our families, our loved ones are burdened for, um, to come, that they would come to the light, the fullness of the light. So, um, let me thank you so much for joining us and sharing that. Um, and praise God for you and all that He's doing in you and through you. And, um, we will pray that and then um so thank you so much. Okay, I'm gonna close this. I'm gonna close your line. Thank you, Jennifer. So Father God, we lift up Jennifer's loved ones, God, and, and every other believer, God, who's listening right now in the sound of my ears, Lord, even if it's at a later time that you're listening, let let the word of the Lord go forth and be activated in their lives with the Spirit of God move forth in their lives, weaving in and out through their their innermost being, uh, causing them to be alert, God, and, um, you know, like like light switches and setting off, um, like, uh, those trip 
things, Lord, that, that like where something's off, you know, like that thing in your garage where it trips, the electricity's off, whatever that is called, like trip, trip things in people, Father God, where the light is turned on, God, that they see things differently and that they know that the spirit of God is with them, Lord, just like you did in Paul's life. Father God, how you turned it around, God, and you shed forth your great and marvelous light um, in his life, Father God, and arrested him on the road that they're on, God. Do that with our, with our um, loved ones, God, spiritually arresting, spiritually stopping them, Father God, and showing yourself for who you really are, God. Let the time and the space and the matter and the place that they're in, God, let it be all significant to the journey of their life, God, that your hand is upon them from, from birth to, um, to their transformation and to their continued sanctification, Father God. Let it be known. Let it be seen. Let, let not only the Spirit of God testify, but let the parents testify, their friends and the neighbors, God, and others testify that they belong to Christ now, Father God. So I thank you, Lord, for doing that great work, Lord, and making your deposits, Lord, and, and reaching them, Father God, in ways and manners that opens their eyes, Lord, and remove the dullness, Lord God, remove the hard-heartedness, remove the rebellion, Father God, in Jesus' name, God, and the discord against um, your people. Lord, even, Lord, just the faith to believe, even as Paul, his eyes were open, God. Remove the scales from their eyes that they might see and they might know, God. Father God, that they could walk in the fullness, as Jennifer saying, being their all in all. And that um, your spirit, um, or that they would walk also in the things that you prepared for them um, in whatever place that is, whether it's in the marketplace, whether it's in science, Whatever that is, God, whatever innovation and excellence and receptiveness to, um, to you for this, for walking on earth to demonstrate, um, Lord, and to be an example of you, Father God, we ask that this take place, Lord, um, in Jesus' name. And I'm being reminded of um, something I read about, I don't know if it's something to do with the light, but something significant happened during the time where they wrote the Declaration of Independence, like things were awakened and it was innovated and new, but very, um, so Father, we just pray for those times and seasons to take place, Father God, and we thank you for blessing the minds um, of the next generation, Lord, for you, truly, God, imparting and blessing their minds, God, and lavishing your love upon them, God, with power and of grace and no fear. God, no fear, like, no fear, like, the NASCAR racers just go full throttle. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay. Uh, 972-365. I believe this is Rhonda. Good evening, Sister Deborah. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. We're in uh, North Carolina visiting family and. uh, my husband and I prayed over one of his family members earlier. He had a, I think, a stroke uh, some months ago, and I think the oh. stroke kind of affected his his eyesight. Uh, he's a truck driver, but he's like in his seventies, 
Um, but he hadn't retired yet. So we went and prayed over him, and I do believe the Lord, you know, healed him uh, to where he wow, get his eyesight back. Yeah, because I felt the anointing of God uh, after both of us got through praying for him. So I'm going to ask that you pray and stand in agreement with us. And then I also want prayer over my youngest daughter, Alyssa. She's having a lot of warfare around her uh, with, you know, trying to get in nursing school. In these programs, she's dealing with a lot of warfare. So I want to ask a prayer over her and, again, uh, over this community out here. Um, I think you're from North Carolina, South Carolina, and this is an area. It's not far from Asheville, and it's an older community, but, you know, a lot of these young children have grown up, and they're in the drugs and all type of, you know, fentanyl uh, is bad out here, and they're breaking in the people houses, but I do pray over her, over this community, you know, when we come out here and leave it, you know, that the older people be able to live in peace out here and not have to deal with a lot of chaos and stuff behind these uh, younger generation of kids. So that's what I wanted to ask a prayer for. Okay, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I've been to Asheville and somewhat in that area over there, there is um I don't know if it's on the way to Asheville. Maybe I'm thinking of Boone, but I know in some areas there's a little bit of, um, like, new age and witchcraft over there as well. So I was wondering if you were going to say something. It's like, well, it's her spirit's picking up on that good. So let me pray for those things. Thank you, Rhonda, and um, yes. welcome to North Carolina. Yeah. God bless you and your family. Yes, That's exciting that. to hear. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, I love coming out here because it's so, it's so much of God's beauty and nature, you know, in the mountains. And I like to come out here and sit on the porch and read the Bible and, and pray. And uh, I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to let you pray because I want other people to get prayer. It's a swap shop down here. where you It's a place where you drop your trash off, but it's also a building where you can drop off goods from your house that you don't need. And if it's something somebody else put in there, you can pick it up. So we always bring stuff from our house, like, that we don't need. So we brought a lot of pictures and a lot of, uh, you know, pictures that we had that had scripture on them and, like, some of them had crosses on them. And we brought a baby um, walker that my granddaughter had that she doesn't need that was almost brand new. So we brought all this stuff and put it in there. But when I walked in there, there was a Bible on the shelf. And I said, I picked it up. It's a Gideon's Bible, and it's, I think it was published in 1956. And I love Bibles. I love collecting Bibles. And I was like, oh, Lord, thank you for this. Because it was like Lord's print, so I actually got it. And I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so I wanted to share oh, it. I was wow. excited. I was able to find that Bible inside of that swap shop. You know, as we dropped off things to bless others, that Bible was like a blessing to me. Because you just drop it off and if there's something in there you see you want, you can pick it up. But I was blessed with that. I just wanted to share that. Wow, that's cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I think, um, too, actually, um, Asheville's not far. I think it's the same mountains because Montreat is where, you know, Billy Graham, and I think they still have a home over there. I don't know if they own it or not. I think they actually sold it. I just heard a story about that. But, um but anyway, Billy Graham um, and I think Ann Graham Lotz still lives in Montreat in the mountains. So I think I believe those are the same mountains that you are seeing in Asheville. Yes, there, it, so. is. yes yeah. it is. Yes, it is. So we went to the Cove. The Cove is up there in the area. 
and we went up there and visited the Cove and the and the training facility of Billy Graham up there in that area. It's off in that area up there. Yes, yes, that's yes. beautiful. That's right. I forgot about the Cove being there too. Yes, yes. Yeah, beautiful. So if anyone ever sees pictures of Billy Graham sitting on the porch with the trees and the that's that area that she's talking about. So okay, well let me pray for you. Thank you so much for joining us and I'm glad that um you know, you're away from work somewhat and hopefully enjoying your time even though you're still have a heart to minister and serve your family. God bless you. Yes, amen. God bless you too. Uh, what's your uncle's name? Is it your uncle or your? Uh, what is his name? Well, it's he. It's my cousin and my husband's uh, cousin. Oh. Her husband. I think his name is Arthur Lee. Arthur Lee. I uh, believe that's his name. Okay, I'll just call him Arthur when I pray for him. Okay, thank you. God bless you. Okay, wonderful. Okay, that's nice that she doesn't have to work. Okay, um, I mean just right now. So, Father, we thank you for Arthur, God, and we do set our faith in agreement, God, for his healing and his restoration on his eye, God. We thank you, God, for turning that around, God, and speaking your light of life into that, God, and and, and even the nerve endings, God, and um, we thank you, God, for blessing that in the muscles to work with the nerve endings and for it to cooperate for its healing, God. We thank you for the restoration of its healing and improvement, God, that is measurable and verifiable unto him and the medical field as well, God. Let it be so unto him, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your glory, God, unto you, God, for you're the one, Father. We simply ask in faith and obedience, God, you are the one who holds the excellence of power, and we ascribe unto your name, God, majesty, And Lord of all, we thank you for your healing, Lord, in Jesus' name. We pray for healing over the community of Asheville as well, God. We thank you, Lord, for the ministries to rise up, God, and take possession of the land and dominion over the land again, Father, and to walk and to pray and to restore that area, God. We pray for um, Rhonda's family, Lord, that you would keep them safe. We thank you for the blood of Jesus to cover their property line their doorpost, Father, and just to protect them, God. We ask for healing, God, and purposes for the generation, the purposes of God, or that they would not be lost in their purposes, God, in Jesus' name. And, Lord, in that atmosphere, we take authority. Um, Lord, as Rhonda is there in proximity, we take authority, we take dominion, over the prince of that air, God, that would just delude the um, the young ones, God, to take drugs, Father God, in Jesus' name, God, that deceiving, lying spirit. We ask for your light as well to shine through in your truth and great grace to release them from every addiction. Release them, God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Open their eyes, God. Open their eyes, Lord. Even if some of them are in dreams, Lord, giving them dreams, Lord, to walk away. In the name of Jesus, Lord, equipping them, equipping them, equipping them. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, we pray for Rhonda's daughter, Alyssa, Father God, in Jesus' name, God. And I would just continue to pray as well, Rhonda, just taking dominion over um, the prince of this air 
you know, and that uh, Alyssa has a covenant with Christ and that is superior over the prince of this air and um, that he is a defeated foe. And, uh, you know, Jesus made a public spectacle of him. So the places where she needs to walk, the interference um, that she, Lord, that you would make a way, God, that you would cut through that, Lord, um, in Jesus' name, Lord, there wouldn't be any more um, static or fragments, um, fragmenting, God, um, in Jesus' name but that you would take care of that, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, for the wielding, even um, Rhonda, wielding the sword of the Spirit. So when you're praying or reading the word or seeing a word um, and you find that and think of your daughter or it's illuminated, use that word or that verse as a sword, sending it forth to cut forth the atmosphere, um, you know, like a machete. And sending it forth in Jesus' name. And even your husband, husbands and wives, uh, you know, the enemy will do a real thing where you don't pray together. You might pray separately, but you don't pray as much together. There really is power. It's like an atomic, it is like heavy artillery when husbands and wives pray together. And the enemy will do various things not for that to happen, but it's very, very powerful when you still have a form of spiritual authority maybe over your daughter, even though she may be an adult, um, but there's still an heritage of spiritual authority and praying together for God to um, lead the way and light the way that his purposes for Alyssa's life would um, unfold, God. And we thank you, Lord, for speaking to them and showing them um, how to pray and how to seek you, Father, and, and Alyssa as well, God, illuminating your wisdom and knowledge in her heart as well, God. And we thank you, Father, um, for building her up. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so our next caller, I think someone dropped. So here we go. It's um, 205-531. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? This is Julia May from Alabama. Oh, Julia May, welcome. Hey. How are you doing? Just fine. Good, good, very good. Good to have you. Let me unmute you for a second, and I'll come right back to you. So, Father God, we thank you for Julia May, Father, in Jesus' name. We just um, bring her, Lord, before your before your throne, God, and at your altar. God, we we in that placement there, God, before you, Father God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father God. So I'm seeing like an amphitheater, like you're at the altar of God and standing before him. And but it looks like an amphitheater. And so I don't know if there's something things that the Lord is going to be performing that you are going to, you know, like kind of have a front row seat, if you will, front row view. Or there's things that the Lord wants to demonstrate to you, um, demonstrate um, things to you that he, you know, that he wants you to behold um, specifically. Because sometimes when we see things in the spirit, 
then, you know, and we're with the Lord and we're before his throne and we take that in and he shows us some things, then, you know, not only do we pray through it, then, but then like there's the grace to walk in it as well. Like he's preparing us to know like this is coming up and you're going to be participating as my vessel into these things that, he, that you've seen and that you've beheld you know, behold it, you know, that he's demonstrated and you've beheld with your own eyes spiritually. Um, and then he uses you as a vessel to walk into that place. Um, and sometimes, sometimes I have learned those can be unexpected places, like, an, an, excuse me, unexpected times. Um, even though you know that it's there can be unexpected times. And there's this like, um, a, a little bit of ambiguity because you don't know when it's going to unfold. You, like, it's hard for me. I don't know. I've never heard a teaching on this, but this would be interesting to hear about, like, the timing of the Lord um, and how to understand that. And you can say redeems time. He lives outside of time. He weaves time together, you know. So, um, but anyways, so, so there's that part of it. But anyways, I see you. So I just want to say what I see. Um, is that you're before that, and there's like an amphitheater. So um, we thank you, Father God, for um, just what you're speaking, what you're showing and demonstrating um, to Julia May, Father God, Lord, and that she would behold it, that her spirit would behold, God, all that you're performing, all that you're demonstrating um, before her, Father God, that she could take that and walk it on earth as it is in heaven, in Jesus' name. Okay, so hold on one second. I want to look something up okay. as I was. Um, I didn't want to, um, where am I? I'm most, okay, I think I have to open a new thing. Because um, I didn't want to lose you on the screen. Uh, it's some, it does have something to do with, um, yeah, like a divine worship as well. Mm-hmm. But even our, like even our, I consider even our obedience a divine worship. So anytime we're following after him and repeating, like following, mm-hmm. you know, beholding, in my opinion, that is a, that is like a divine worship, not just. Um, you know, even our tithe, our offerings, those can be um, a, a set or a form of divine worship. So, praise God. Amen. Amen. So, how have you been? It's good to hear your voice. Get back to the um, 
Doctor said he was, you know, because I kind of looked it up, you know, with some of the diabetes and stuff. You can have that uh, after fix. So thank God. And other than that, she's doing fine. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Glad to hear it. So you guys are, she's on summer break then, or do you still work through the no, summer? No, I'm, I'm on summer break. We got out June the 8th. You know, she, year-round, they just have, you know, major holidays. They, they year-round, uh, like I said, they help parents, you know, have somebody to take care of them and baby work. So they just mostly have major oh, holidays. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you just take, okay. you know, when I go on vacation, I just take out brothers and that, you know. Is you around mm-hmm. the adult program? It helps out, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, do you have any prayer requests this evening? Oh, just prayer for a family here. We got a lot of teenagers getting killed in Birmingham, and oh. it's, it's you know, every time you turn like a fifteen-year-old got uh, killed, a sixteen-year-old the other day, he walked out the bob shop. Friday and somebody just two guys just gun them down and you know and then all the other mm-hmm. days some uh, teenagers got killed and so it's just just something going on mm-hmm. and then unfortunately a father killed his son before Father Day I so you know it's just devil's business oh my goodness yeah I don't know what altercation was but something happened you know. It just, you know, straining, like they killing, killing, getting killed. Mm-hmm. Just high for some reason around here. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's hostility. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, yeah, praying. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another friend, she okay. lost her husband last night. And another friend, losing his wife last week. So praying for them also, you know, losing spouses. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh yeah. God is able. Yeah, so we had um a couple people on the prayer list, if you will, mm-hmm. of families who um unexpectedly lost their adult children sons, I think. Mm-hmm. I think they're adult sons. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what yeah, that's disturbing. Uh, uh, very disheartening mm. and disturbing, mm. yeah. Tragic, really. Okay, mm-hmm. well, uh, let's pray for them. Thank you. Okay. I'll pray um, for the teenagers in Birmingham as well as the grief and the loss. So thank you. Thank you so much, Julie May, for the privilege okay. to pray with you and joining us tonight. Mm-hmm. God bless, God bless you. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. So, Father God, we thank you for Julia May, God, and Jennifer as well. Lord, bless their household. Lord, make your face to shine upon them. Lord, and give them grace and your countenance, Lord, of peace. Lord, in your nature um, to be with Jennifer as well, God. For We thank you, God, for good reports at the doctor, God, and balance within her physical body. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray over Birmingham, God, and proxy of Julia May being there and proxy in the land. Father God, and lift up these teenagers, God. Lord, um, God, there's so much deliverance that is needed for them, Lord. And I know um, they've walked in places, um, Lord, just through social media and 
like that I don't even understand, Lord, um, that have effects on them mentally, Lord, the things that COVID did, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask for your deliverance, God, something over the airwaves and the deliverance and, the, again, taking dominion over the prince of this air. God, teach us to pray in this and through it. In Jesus' name, Lord, to be effective over our cities, Lord, and our nation, Father, Jesus' name. God, with the discernment and the grace of your word. Thank you, God, because you do want to, you tell us to take dominion, God, and that is, you created, you created the land and the seas and the day and the night, God, so, and that is your creation, God, and you told us to take dominion over your creation. So open this up to us, Father God, and we thank you in Jesus' name, God, and preserve these lives, God, this hostility. Lord, I ask you to uproot it, God, whatever that is. I don't know what it's named. There's a name um, for whatever that spirit is, Julia May. You might know. I know it's like maybe even beyond hostility. I don't know if it's anger or pride or I'm not sure what it is. It's Thank you, God. Whatever that's disguised as, God, I ask that you would unveil that and reveal it, God, that it would be exposed to your light and you would dispel it in Jesus' name. And we pray for these, these teams to be equipped, God, in ministries, Lord, in the area to equip them and to deliver them in Jesus' name. And we pray um, for her friend who lost their spouse. God, we ask for your comforting grace to come alongside of her to minister to her, God, even, even your spirit and Jesus interceding on their behalf and just ministering and upholding her and undergirding her with your grace and your strength. I thank you for your encouragement even in your comfort and even in her dreams, God, and even the, um, the prayers of the saints and recognizing uh, that they're being upheld with prayer um, and help them to have just the confidence um, of knowing that they can rely on you and that you hear them and they're, and they're not truly alone, God. You will never leave them. Or forsake them, God. So help, help that sustaining grace of your presence to continually be with them, to minister and restore in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Our next caller here is um, 323-572. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Okay, I think I know who it is. I think she has me on mute. So three two three five seven two. When you're ready, will you text um, the program and I'll come back to you and open up your phone line. Thank you. So eight zero two two one eight. Eight zero four. You mean? <laughs> yes, this is Angie. I got you. <laughs> it's all right. It's one of those days. <laughs> I do. I don't know. Sometimes it's the numbers I get. Now, where are you? Oh, Virginia, right? That's right. 
Okay, great. Thank you so much for joining us. Okay, let me mute you for one second and then um, get back with you. So, Father God, we thank you for Angie, Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord. We just bring her before your throne of grace. Father, we thank you, Lord, how you wrap her. I'm seeing like wrapping you in his care. Um, and so we thank you, Father God. There's actually some places where he's unwrapping and places that he's wrapping delicately, um, caring for an area. And I don't know if it's like a place that is wounded um, and you're coming up under his care and other places where it's like this, this is healed. I, he sees it as healed. Um, and, and the other places where he's unwrapping it um, and it's ready to be exposed, right, for the oxygen and the air and the fullness of the light and the fullness of the restoration, um, you know, and then other places like just um, tenderly wrapping. So I'm seeing all this wrapping and I'm not exactly sure like what is what in what location, you know. In what area there might be something one on your right ankle that is tenderly wrapping to care for it and um, mend, but I'm not sure. I don't even know if that's literal or symbolic. And then all the other wrappings, I can't tell like over over um, your body, even over your mind and head. There's wrappings going on where he's caring for things and then unwrapping things again. So like the healing um, and coming forth. And even, you know, when Lazarus, when they called Lazarus forth and he came forth out of the tomb, and not that the places were dead, but there's a place of um, the healing and the restoration and the calling forth of it. Um, and he told the others there, they unwrapped him. Take the wrappings off, you know, because there's a participation of healing and community. And, and, um, and also this revealing, this healing and revealing in community that brings it forth for other people. They participate in it as well. Even when you reveal it and you speak it forth for the glory of God, it causes other people's wrappings to come off. Wow, I'm seeing something here. And you, there's like an anointing on this healing for it to come forth. And even from your words that it's going to cause others to awaken and to come forth like their wrappings, their healing um, is going to come forth. And it's just like their wrappings are going to be taken off as well. And they're going to receive their healing. So we thank you, Father God, Lord, for this placement and this honor that is um, coming forth for your glory. is so unique. It's so powerful. It's felt the power of God on that. So I thank you, God. God, thank you. God, you're so I don't want to lose it tonight. I got lots of other callers. I cannot lose it. You're so incredible, God. I just want to melt um, at your altar, God. I just want to melt and um, take you in. So thank you, God, for just giving me the grace to stand and to move forward. Fathers, we bless Angie in this, God. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, that even your voice and your calling, the calling of God and his voice is on it. The calling of God and his voice is on it, and he will create it. You know, he's created it. There, there's like nothing's going to stop this girl. So praise God. <coughs> wow. Yeah. 
I was crying too, so you had to give me a minute. Then I got choked. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I could have just like let myself, but I, you know, I have to take care of everyone else. <laughs> so, um, but man, man, the power of God was on that. Yeah. I can't really wow. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I feel like, and I feel there's a sovereignty to just let that, let what was spoken uh, really resonate and soak into your spirit. I, I feel like there's a sovereignty that we shouldn't really talk much into it. But um, yeah, if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I really feel like there's so much power on that. Thank you, Lord. Unless you have a prayer request, then I will take a prayer request. I'm okay. Okay. All right. So thank you, Lord. God, we, we thank you for your voice, that you're speaking over Angie, God, and calling it forth, calling things out of the tomb. God, nothing is ever, you know, may this be for every listener. Nothing is ever hidden from the Lord. It is not dead. It is not dead. It may be dormant, but it's not dead. When his voice speaks, he calls it forth. So we thank you, Father God, for the creative works of your voice and the power to reveal and the power to heal. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. Wow. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Maybe. Thank you. Yeah, maybe it would be really, yes, it would be really nice if we could all meet someday. Wouldn't that be cool? Okay, I mean, we will one day. I mean, we're in heaven, but maybe before that. Okay, hold on a second. Let me just. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Just wanted to have a minute of solitude. Okay, let's move to the next caller. Wow. Uh, four seven eight two six two. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Good evening. This is Regina. Regina, where are you from? Yeah. Uh, um, in, actually in Florida right now. Okay. All right. I and where were you? In, I, I recently moved from Georgia to Florida. Oh, okay. That was okay. Used... Okay. Okay, so you're in Florida. Wonderful. All right. Well, let me pray for you. I know we used to have a Regina from um, California. That's why I asked. So thank you. I think I probably asked you that last time, too. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, maybe so. thank you. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Let yeah, me put you on mute you. for one second, and then I'll come back to you. Okay, so Father, we thank you for Regina. We just lift her up before your throne, God. We thank you for your goodness, Lord. We thank you, uh, Lord, for what you're doing, God, um, 
Yes, thank you, God. That sounds like the goodness of the Lord. Like he is not, okay, it's not necessarily cooking something up for you, but there's a sense of like a fresh, um, I don't know if it's fresh bread or a fresh, um, it's a baking, it's some type of baking element, item. It might be like that sweet bread, but there is, um, you know, just the sweetness and the goodness of God. Um, that he's offering to you, you know, that he's prepared for you and he's offered for you. And, you know, sometimes our senses, um, you know, because we are, the spirit is consuming our entire soul, right? In some ways it's contained, but in other ways it's not because he can affect our hearing. It can affect our eyes and our senses. Um, and even our nervous system, right, and even our smell. Um, you know, and people have testified to this in different ways and in different measures. And um, so the preparation, so there might be things that you are already sensing, as I'm saying, that you're already sensing the Lord um, has prepared, like, his goodness to reveal to you the goodness of the Lord unto you. So um, we thank you for this, Lord, in Jesus' name. And, you know, when he, uh, his character is very important, you know, and even all the names he gives himself in Scripture and even the parables, like, you know, where he says he's the bread of life, he's the light of the world, even those elements, I think there's seven of those that he gives reference to you know, the Lion of Judah, right, like the symbolic things, and then also the names like Jehovah Rapha, you know, and all the various, various names. Well, he is who he says he is. He is the healer. He is the provider. And his character and his virtues, you know, are a little bit different because they're very personable where you experience them and learn of his goodness. Um, and that nature, not everyone not necessarily can say that because they, a lot of times people, he does have his goodness over your life, but there's something that he's preparing to show you and to partake in um, of what he's prepared in his goodness for you. And so um, oftentimes, because we do walk in our own soul and we're learning to walk out our salvation, right, which is being sanctified and renewing our mind. But because of that, sometimes um, we can look at our circumstances or it pulls and distracts us from our focus that um, we don't always learn of the goodness of God. So for him to teach you and come alongside of you and prepare for you to show you, to experience the character of his goodness is a very, very special thing. Because regardless of, regardless of any situation or circumstance, you can draw on the very nature and character of God and who he says he is. Um, you know, he is able. He is able. And, you know, even, I'm going to open your phone line here, but lastly, my thought on this as well, is even when the patriarchs prayed, right, because we have different prayers in the New Testament than we do in the Old Testament. And when the patriarchs prayed in the Old Testament, and sometimes you see this in the Psalms, some of the Psalms, 
But when they prayed, they uh, cried out to the Lord and they gave him their situation or their trouble or their circumstances, whatever it needed to be turned around. And then they began to, like, recall how God came through for them before. And it, like, mm. it's like transforming. So what they did was they relied on the circumstance. So as they just start praying and giving, pouring their heart out before the Lord and then remembering who God was and what he's done for them. And then they called upon that particular nature of God and then asked for him to do it again or to perform that they were going to trust that nature and that character in which they've experienced that he's going to come through for them and whatever petition and plea and, you know, supplication that they just laid before him. So that um, is an important key to, to praying um, and knowing, but the element of experiencing it and know that you can draw back on it, you know, because when God, when we take a character of God and hold it before him and say, God, you are not a man that you should lie. And you have said that you would provide. Do you know what I mean? Like, and here I am. I'm mm-hmm. walking in obedience. I'm doing this. I'm calling on the very nature of your goodness, you know, something or whatever it is that you've experienced, but I believe it's going to be this goodness of God. And draw on that and use that, not recycling, but in some ways where it says, Normally, the word ruminate in our natural is not a good word, but in the Hebrew, it is because you're recycling. You're not recycling, but you're re, you know, um, advocating for it. It's the truth. It's the it's this mm-hmm. weaving of this thread that's continually going, continually, 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 just like they did in the mm-hmm. uh, priestly garments. So praise God. It's mm-hmm. actually really very very powerful. So. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. Um, you know, this move, which was just recent, I mean, I lost I lost the last of my immediate, last immediate family member, you know, right before I moved here. Oh, wow. Just being, and uh, God just, um, well, I had my daughter, but, you know, just his, her aunts and uncles, grandma, all, all had passed away in the past couple of years. And just the move here was just uh, kind of a, reflection of his goodness and you know that's some of the things that he's been speaking to me about is focusing and you know getting away from distractions and uh, yeah but he has been good good and you know and it's allowed me to be able to I think you were talking about earlier when you at the beginning you were talking about you have to have that time to reflect and on what yeah. you learned and so this move kind of allowed me to come to a space where I can do that I can you know, sit back and kind of reflect on what I've learned away from those distractions and uh, those things so that I can focus. But another thing, the word ruminate, because I'm a, I'm, a, uh, I'm a mental health counselor, and that is a word that we usually do uh, use as a negative for for that. But, yeah. You know, thank you for thank you for bringing that perspective to it, and uh, you know, I appreciate the the prayer. Yes, yes. Thank you for sharing. I'm so sorry for your loss. I know. Um, just real quick, I was uh, my other book that I was reading. I was realizing, I can't think of the name of it right now, but or the author's name. But um, okay. Anyways, I was writing something out. So from twenty, because I thought, you know, I'm going to take a minute to do this. And um, when I started to write it out, I realized just so many things <laughs> since 2020, the losses that we had and 
like and everything mm-hmm. else in between the losses and the circumstance there was a betrayal and um and then there was a move which was an incredible lot of work right in the midst of um the same week mm-hmm. that my mom passed mm-hmm. and then it was christmas yeah and so just um all these things on top of another but when i wrote it out i was like well no wonder i've been like um <laughs> Yeah, like, no wonder. So just that time to reflect and to see it, I was like, well, it makes right. sense that, um, mm-hmm. and then it helps the Lord for me, anyway, pour his spirit so then his liquid spirit and love can go in between those places that got so condensed mm-hmm. and so compacted because it was like one thing on top of another that just compacted, compacted, compacted. So enabled for it to, like, be resolved and dissolved um, by his mm-hmm. grace and by his blood. And, and, and in some ways, he, obviously, he uses everything, you know. So, um, yeah. yeah, but it's not, it doesn't become my driving force or something I'm trying mm-hmm. not to deal with. It actually gets, anyways, okay. So thank you. <laughs> I didn't know why. So, so, um, oh, did yeah. you have a prayer request? Um, well, no. I was going to ask if, if if I could pray for you, though. Oh, yeah, that would be wonderful. Thank you, Regina. God bless you. Receive it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, I used to be able to come on a lot more. I actually used to come on a lot with uh, Brother Randy, you know, the past few years. But, you know, just life and things kind of got me away from being able to come on as much. I'm yeah. thankful for you all continuing. So, Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for this day, God. We thank you for the blessings that you pour upon us, dear God. And I just thank you, Lord, for being able to come on tonight, dear God, and hear your word through your um, precious daughter, Sister Deborah, dear God. And I just ask that you bless her. Dear God, just continue to bless her and keep her, continue to visit her, Lord, by your spirit, dear God, to give her inspiration and cover her, dear God, as she speaks life into the lives of those who call in on this line, dear God. So just continue, God, to keep her, continue to give her the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that you have for her. Continue to give her wisdom considering those experiences, God, that that you have allowed to occur in her life and the lives of her family members, dear God. And I just thank you, God, for this continued um, avenue here on the PGN Network, dear Lord, that just helps people and allows us to be able to remain in contact with you by way of the Holy Spirit, dear God. So I just thank you tonight, and I give you the honor, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. And it's an honor that you joined us this evening as well. So God bless you. Thank you. I received that prayer. And uh, I do. I receive your prayer. Thank you. It was very gracious and humble. And I I really do appreciate it. Thank you for being here this evening and the privilege to pray for you as well. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay, our next caller, thank you for waiting, 608-960. Good evening. Hi, Shannon. Shannon, yes. Okay. Hey, um, let me pray for I have two more callers, so 251-342 and then 919-995 will be our last caller. So thank you. Um, so last week, somebody, um, before, and for everyone, last week, someone's call, like, dropped spontaneously, and they had to call back in. So if that's happened to anyone tonight or ever, 
Um, just let me know that too, because when there's strange happenings, I just need to know and probably report it to PGN because there's nothing going on on my end. I'm not moving around. I'm not barely touching my computer. You know, I'm just keeping track of who's calling and doing the necessary things and nothing more, nothing less. So that's helpful for all of us. So thank you, Shannon, for joining us. Let me um, mute you for a second and then I'll pray for you and I'll come right back. There we go. So, Father, we thank you for Shannon, Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father God, and lift him up, God, before the kingdom of God. We thank you, God, for the invitation that you give him into the kingdom of God and the things that you speak into that, Father God. And there's something about 360. What is it? I was reading something. Where is that? 360. There's something... Okay, hold on. I think it is. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay, three, six, oh, yes, it has to do with Texas. Um, okay. Okay, yes, it has to be illuminating 360 perspective. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you know the um, when I, as soon as I said that, you know what I've seen, like sometimes on um, social media they'll have that. I think it's Facebook. They have that thing where like you can somebody posts a picture. I have no idea how they do it, and it's I think it's I don't know if it's 360, but you can like there's like that circumference. There's something about a 360 um, perspective. Um, So we thank you, Father God, Lord, for growing his perspective, God, and seeing things, Lord, and let it be, Lord, in the very nature of how we comprehend, which is, um, yeah, I think that's on here, too. Wait, where is that? The very nature, um, how we take things in as, like, Sorry, hold on. I know this is so fun. I mean, in some ways, fun but peculiar. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. So if we take things in, this is how we learn. Okay. The modes of learning are through feelings, reflecting, thinking, and acting. Okay. So that's the cycle. But I see uh, the word expanding the width of it. You know, the width of your feelings. You know, things that you maybe um, in your thinking. You know, so. Um, you know, a little bit earlier we were talking about like even organizational, organizational um, culture and the culture of things, you know, so it might even just be, well, God expanding a 360 perspective and your circumference on your learning mode. And so, again, that's your, um, okay, that's your thinking. Okay, hold on. Your feelings, your reflecting, your thinking and your acting. So, you know, acting upon things or taking action um, on those things. So we thank you, Father God, just for broadening that, God. We thank you for even the motivation um, before you, Father God, the planning and the preparing of the things that he learns from this perspective, God, and just enlarging his territory and keeping um, your hand of blessing upon him, Father So we thank you for it, God. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for his perspective. And, you know, and I'm sure some of it's, I mean, because we are spiritual people, so obviously it's going to be spiritual. So um, so I was saying that at the end, I was seeing the, um, 
what is that? Is that like a dragonfly or something or that fly that has in his eye, he has a lot of eyes within his eye and he's just like can see so much. And, uh, you know, it can almost see behind him. So, um, and that is a reflection of the spiritual side of it and being able to see that and then cultivate that into your, into the very nature of your soul and the very nature of your life. Um, and coming for the Lord and just growing. So I'm seeing this growing and this 360 perspective for you. So praise God. Amen. Yeah. Just wanted to pray for uh, God's timing and connection and all that. I feel like I keep missing opportunities and or maybe I'm not getting any opportunities at all. I'm not really sure, but I just wanted to pray God to line something up for me, trying to not be frustrated. Yes. Yeah. Well, earlier, I don't know if you were here earlier, but we talked about um, gratitude. And I, so, no, um, okay. You might want to go back and just listen to the, my, I don't know if it was maybe 20 minutes or so, you know, um, but yeah. Okay. So father, uh, we thank you Lord for Shannon. We set our faith in agreement Lord with his steps. Lord, we know God in every caller and not just Shannon, but every caller God, when they're calling God, they're not, they're not just calling in here. God, although, uh, this is a good place. Um, for for people who are seeking you, asking, seeking, and knocking, and um, to bring our faith together, Lord, especially in a prophetic manner and the prophetic nature, Lord. Um, But his calling in faith, acknowledging you in all of his ways, God. And we ask, Lord, that you uh, direct his steps and his path, Lord, that you would put those things together for him. Lord, and I pray for even the connection between the word of the perspective, the 360 perspective, that he would see um, further, see wider. Like I see the width of what's happening, somehow the width of the perspective or the 360 perspective um, happening, God. And so I thank you, Lord. Let that be done. And even his spiritual senses as well, Father, um, in the moment, Lord, in the places that you have him in. Let those be keenly aware, God, keenly aware, even in the spirit, like, hey, something needs to happen. I don't know what it is yet. I'm not moving. I'm not doing anything until I can figure this out, you know. And so um, we thank you, Lord, for, for just the fellowship that he has with you as well. And as he's committing his way to you, Father, that you will um, establish his thoughts to become agreeable uh, to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless you. Hey, thanks for joining us and waiting. Thank you. Good night. Okay, um, our next caller. Two five one three four two. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Hi, Deborah. This is Latrice from Alabama. I have been kicked out about four times. Oh no, girl. Okay, I'm so sorry. Okay, I you know what? Next time, six twenty six. Okay. You what? <laughs> but I say I've been in the queue since 
626. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, next time, if that happens again, you get kicked out, um, text me, okay? I know you do have to call back in, but then it does, like, obviously, everyone knows that you lose your place and you have to start over. However, um, just text me. Text me and say, I just got kicked out and I just called back in again. Because then I can I can put you back in the rotation of where you were. Because sometimes I don't know if people are like if people are working or people you know have to get something out of the oven or they have you know someone came to their door or whatever. I mean most people do mute, but sometimes those kinds of things happen. So um, and because I don't know, but just text the program and then the whole send the text over to me. So. Okay, thank you. Well, my goodness, God bless you for waiting. Yes, and your fortitude and persistence before the Lord. So we thank you, Lord, that that is even before you, God, and before your altar and before your heart, God. You see her, Father God. Lord, we just pray, Lord, that you would just saturate her with your Holy Spirit, God, and just a refreshing saturating Holy Spirit, Father God. I pray for even a new wind of the Spirit to just blow through her mind, God, with the clarity, Father God, and and knowing it's you, like, whoa, just blow through her mind, Father God, just wiping away just this, like, great clarity of, like, that moment, creating the presence of God um, over her, God, with great clarity, again, just blowing things out, the things that are not necessary, God, the things that are, um, yeah, the the things that are not necessary with what you're doing. I ask for a fresh wind and a fresh blowing um, through her, Father God, And, and and the thing that just saturates her, God, when she comes before your altar, God, and before your throne, Lord, just saturate her with your Holy Spirit, God. And your goodness, Lord. So I thank you for that, God, in Jesus' name, Lord. And and bless her, God, for just being a blessing to PGN and to those around her, God, that she works with and ministers and lives near as well, God. Let her land, God, in the places in the land that you prepared fruitfulness for her to walk in. Let that spill over and be a blessing to other people, God. Let it nourish their places. Father God, like their property, their their land that they're in, God, that she, you know, is just like, it just saturates it and is, becomes a blessing to them, Father, and she spills over upon them, Father. And Lord, I pray, Father, if she travels to minister, Lord, that she would have a memorable presence, God, like it would be a boldness, not an, um, not an arrogance or anything like that, God, but a boldness where it would be a memorable presence um, of the Holy Spirit imprinting upon the person she ministers to, God, that they would have that that to ponder upon and um, ruminate in a good way of the, your presence, that they had been in the presence of the Lord and ministered to. Um, I thank you, Father God, that that is even nourishing and um, like renewing, it's very renewing and transforming um, to the people when they have a memorable presence of the Holy Spirit because it awakens, for those that don't know, it awakens the Spirit of God and draws them and, and the Lord is like wooing them with his love, like, hey, I'm, in, I, I, I'm real, I am 
what you're seeking for and what you're longing for and searching for. So we thank you, Father God, even for um, the gospel to go forth, Lord, in the four corners, Lord, and the four winds in the four corners. The four corners. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. I do thank you, Deborah. Absolutely. Thank you. And we tell the Lord thank you in spite of. And I ask that you uh, pray for uh, traveling grace tomorrow. The weather should be bad. I'll be riding into a storm, but I believe in God will hold the storm for the servant in Jesus' name until I get across this bridge. Okay. Yes, I will absolutely pray for those saints. Let's all pray for Latrice. We thank you, Father God. Lord, um, just for Latrice, Lord, and her traveling, Lord, that you would go before her as Psalm 121 states, Lord, and you preserve in keeping her way. God, just placing your hand of blessing upon her, God, and being watchful over her, God. And I thank you for the timing, Lord, of her travel. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for holding back the storms and changing the winds. God, in Jesus' name, Lord, we pray for clarity as she drives literally and the natural God, and we thank you, Lord, um, for even um, her tires, for the traction of the tires to stay um, on the pavement. Father, we just cover her, God, in every area of her transportation um, from point A to point B and then to her return, God. We thank you, Lord, for safe travels, God, and just clearing out whatever the weather pattern is, God, that it work in her favor, God, and um, we pray for protection, really, for all that have to travel um, during the storms, Lord. We, we ask for mercies, Lord, and the blood of Jesus to cover the vehicle from front to back and side to side, um, in Jesus' name, God, and, and every um, bridge, and every on and off ramp, God, we thank you, Lord, for the alertness and even the whole functioning of the car to be with precision and its travels. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. I do thank you, Deborah, and I decree the blessings of the Lord upon you and your family as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Have a good evening. Thank you. You Take care. Bye. Okay, our caller here. Whoa. Um, 919-995. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Hi, this is Cheryl. Shirley? Cheryl. Cheryl? Oh, I'm sorry. Cheryl yes. from uh, North Carolina? Yes. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Hold on one second. Let me unmute you, and I'll come right back to you. And then I'll come back um, to the other call. So, Father God, we thank you for Cheryl, Father God, in Jesus' name. 
We just lift her up to you, God, and before uh, your throne, Father, we thank you, Lord. Uh, We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. So I see you walking up steps to get to the throne, and there's a place in the um, Psalms. It's called the Psalms of Ascension, and uh, the Psalms of Ascent, if you said that right. And um, so those are the Psalms of, like, pilgrimage, where they're traveling up to, Israelites are traveling up to the temple of the Lord. And so the stepping up, the stepping up and just, um, you know, let me see if I can, hold on. I can be even buried. Um, okay, the Psalms of Ascent are, um, it's from Psalms 120 to 134. So all of that, it's the pilgrim, pil, you know what I mean, they're traveling. Um, hey. oh, so they're traveling up to Jerusalem for the great feast. Okay, I thought it was for the temple, but I guess that they would be, um, what do you say? The feast would be at the temple. Okay, so we thank you, Father God. But there's a whole learning in that. I wouldn't read that. I think it's only like 14 or 15, um, what is that, 14 Psalms, Psalm 120 through 134. Oh, there we go. So, um, and it's just a stepping up and getting closer and the preparation and, and the acknowledgement of every step before the Lord and the encouragement. And again, um, you know, just drawing near to the Lord, every step and drawing near to the Lord is preparing us and encouraging us um, to something. So I'm just seeing that happening in your life, each step. Um, and, and even though, Okay, even though it might seem like, oh, it's just one step, you know. But each one is a preparation. for. I mean, if you would read each one of those 14 psalms and read one of them as if that is just one step. This is what's happening. Like, what is the overall theme and the arching presence of the Lord, um, you know, within that? It is very um, much a preparation, you know, and then, because I know I say this a lot, but the Lord knows how to prepare us for what he's prepared us for. Um, and so even like he did with, um, even I was talking earlier about Paul's words of gratitude to the Lord, um, expressing to him um, how he used him, but even the design of how he knew scripture and what he knew about that before he even persecuted the Christians, you know, God was using all of that to prepare him to walk in what he has them to walk in. And then let me just read that. What, um, Paul stated because it's in first Timothy. One, because he really came to know, so I'm, still, I'm in the Amplified here, but he says this, 
I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has granted me the strength and made me able for this because he considered me faithful and trustworthy, putting me into service for this ministry. So um, the, the Lord, so his identity, he truly found his identity in Christ and he knew but the Lord still used some of the fabric of what he learned prior to being a Christian. And when he applied that um, to the Lord's will for his life, it just amplified everything else. Like it exemplified everything else in his life was exemplified because it was happening through Christ. And he completely settled in his mind. This is what the Lord prepared me. This is what the Lord called me to. And when the Lord called me to this is because he's found me trustworthy. Do you see his identity and his confidence in Christ and the word? And um, in knowing, like, even his background, like, I feel like I might still resignate, you know, you know, or have some condemnation or finding, you know, or those people who want to mock. And, you know, throw mud and say, oh, no, we know who you used to be, blah, 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 you know, Um, that that didn't bother, that didn't affect his hearing, you know, that didn't affect his dedication, that didn't affect his commitment, his calling. He knew this is, he's seen himself the way Christ seen him. And he was stepping up um, and into that as well. So, um, praise God. You can tell. So, Cheryl, do you have any prayer requests uh, that we can pray with you for? No, I don't. I uh, pretty much touched on everything. Oh, okay. It's a, it's <laughs> oh, a, that, that, that was a dream. I had a dream similar to what you uh, just, you know, said. I had a dream maybe like a oh, year or goodness. two ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I dreamed I was climbing wow. the- I dreamed I was climbing a mountain, and um, I got all the way up to the top, and a man reached his hand out to pull me on on the top. Uh-huh. I was already up to the top. He just held his hand out, and I, you know, climbed on the top. But I was wow. climbing up that mountain. <laughs> yeah, so that's real similar. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. And even the um, communication of him preparing us, for no, and he prepared you with that dream. And then so it's probably getting closer now that he's speaking it and revealing mm-hmm. it as a spoken word to you. Whatever he re- revealed to you in that dream is probably now getting closer, you know. Yes. To, um, yes. So thank you, Father. Thank you for your ways mm-hmm. over Cheryl's life, God, and um, just all of it, God. Thank you for all of it and putting it into place um, according to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank, thank you, so, you much so much for joining us. You're welcome. <laughs> God bless you. Okay. Oh. Thank you. Take. Thank you. I appreciate it. You take care. Okay, three two three five seven two. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? This is Frida from Los Angeles. 
Frida. Thank you, Frida. Thank you. Let me pray for you. So, Father God, I'm just going to keep your phone line open. Father, we thank you uh, for Frida, Father God, in Jesus' name. We just lift her up, God, before your kingdom, God, before your throne, and before your altar. God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your work. Hold on. I'm going to have to mute you because that is a little distracting, but that's okay. I'll be right back. So, Father, we thank you. Um, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you know, the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you know, work on our behalf in conjunction with all that we need. You know, they each have, you know, obviously there's a mystery to the Trinity and the deity, um, but they all have a functioning role that we can identify with what we need. And God knows that. He knows so much of the fabric of our total being of who we are intricately right and even in our spirits and um, the things that we need like the value when we need value other people see the value that we have or bring other people the well there's those four things there's value worth approval and acceptance and you know we have the father the son and the holy spirit that fills each one of those roles for for what you have need of and even his word speaks into that and um and even, you know, the spirit and even like Jesus and the spirit, well, and the father too. So the whole, they cross, um, they cross uh, bridges into those areas that we have need of. And even in, again, the word of God, but in the areas where like, okay, I'm not sure how to get there. They teach us how to cross the bridge and how to get there and to accept and to receive the fullness and the belief in that, just again, like even going back to Paul and, um, you know, and even David, you know, when they came to that place where they were just resided and understood the way of the Lord in their life, you know, where David was saying, you know, after he repented of his sin and the Lord had to work on his heart and his life and, and what he did. And then he said, you know, keep me from, he understood the Lord so much, keep me from presumptuous sin. You know, and so David and, and then God expressing his heart towards David, you know, tells us he understood, you know, even Paul's expression and how God, it tells us that God, that they did really come to those places. They weren't just speaking these words, like of words of, you know, affirmation every day is stuck on their mirror. They really, truly believed them. It became a part of the fabric of who they are. And the fabric being, you know, a fabric is um, blended together in those uh, fashions together and held together um, in those places that cover us. We're clothed in the Lord Jesus Christ, you know. And we look at the virtues um, in Colossians, the virtues and the traits that cover us with the clothing, being clothed. In the Lord Jesus Christ, that means we're taken in and we're hidden in him. So the place within you, your very being, that place that carries your faith, Frida, nobody can touch that, right? We have circumstances and really, you know, sometimes a lot of garbage that can happen to us and injustices and betrayals in our lives, you know, and things that can be very hurtful and wounding, but the place that carries your faith, that is sacred. 
and nobody can touch that. That is like preserved in the holy of holies within you. And, um, and that's between you and the Lord. And that is why it has so much potential and nobody, nobody can frame it or put a label on it or categorize it as something and to, um, to try to confine it in some way it does not nobody can this is another thing that i completely love about the lord that doesn't matter what you look like on the outside male or female whatever you know race whatever culture background you have whatever neighborhood you live in if you hold and you've taken in christ and you're nobody can touch that nobody can define it and label it and characterize it as the outside world does that. It's not the way God's economy works. And again, you preserve that, that fire, you keep it going, you know, um, before him. And it's an altar and burning like an incense, you know, before him. And it brings balance in your life. And there's amazing and wonderful things that happen and are established when we hold our faith before the Lord and allow him right, the measure that he's given us and allow him, we exercise it and we, we utilize it um, to give him glory, you know, and then we are rewarded for our faith in heaven, you know, when we get there. But, and even looking at, okay, even, I would just encourage you to, the place in Hebrews, you know, um, where, where we read about faith, what faith is, in chapter 1, and then in chapter 11, how they demonstrated their faith. And then, Frida, ask yourself, who do you identify with? Are those that in, the, in, in, in Hebrews 11, which ones of those do you identify with your faith with? And then go back and read their story and meditate on what else, what else can you glean from them? Or, you know, a story where it's like, hey, I don't necessarily, but I would start with, the Lord was just misdirecting me there or redirecting me there. Start with the ones that you identify with in your faith and say, and then go back and read that and see how it was accounted to them because of their faith. How was their faith demonstrated? How did the Lord speak to them? How did, do you see what I'm saying? And there's something about that, that preservation of your faith and not of things of the outside world. Do not measure your faith by the things of the out and the standards of this world and the outside systems. And again, the label, labeling and characterizing. And sometimes that happens within a church body. It can because just sometimes our thinking gets spilled over and it's not renewed but um, as it should be formally before the Lord. But um and it just can happen because we're human. But, um, but just that your place of faith preserved before the Lord that honors him. And really that no one can touch that. And it can't be mistaken for anything else other than faith in the Lord. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. And that place within you is much pleasing to the Lord. So getting you know, connect in it and know that you're pleasing to God. You're in fellowship with God and you're pleasing to him. So praise God. Praise God. Amen. 
I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, that is powerful. And I do I love that about the Lord because when we walk into a room, sometimes my husband we used to do um like Christmas parties, you know, and um we would walk into a room and I used to think to myself, Where well, I want for Jesus to go because right, because it can be easily like Oh, look at, like, that couple looks like the power couple, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And that person yeah. has this dress on, okay, like, okay, I think I might have wore this dress last year, I don't remember, you know, but, like, oh, I probably should have got a new pair of shoes, but I'm still wearing this dress, you know? So it's just, like, natural things in our natural mind, but with God, it's so different. He sees the inside and the purity of that, and nobody can label you, right, even them him saying about um what was that and Samuel I think it said about David about being um man looks at the outside appearance but God looks at the heart or whatever yeah God has a whole different perspective and the way he sees us and we really need to hold on to and you know there are um and renew ourselves with that renew ourselves with God's perspective of how we're pleasing to him and what we're doing with that, you know? Yeah, I appreciate that word, and it speaks volumes, because I've been kind of battling with myself of my past life and how Mm. that may come up and maybe kind of hinder me from certain things that I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah, so then David and Paul are, yeah. So praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for calling forth the victory by faith, calling forth the victory and Frida's life by faith, Father God, setting her feet upon the rock, God, and every miry clay, God, Lord, that you wash her and you cleanse her and rejuvenate her, Father, according to your spirit, God. So we thank you, Lord, for teaching her all things, God, all things inwardly and outwardly in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you, um, Deborah. God I bless you too. You. Thank. Uh, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us and being patient with us this evening. Okay. Thank you. God bless you, you too. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, thank you, everyone. God bless you. Good night.